Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Member by Avram Goldhari, and today we're Zechus Nadarim, Dafgama Beis. The end of the third parak, Arba Nadarim, and the beginning of the fourth parak, Ain Bain Hamudar. So the three types are going to focus on. Number one, Rebelazar said in the name of Rebelazar. Why was Avram Avinu punished and his descendants enslaved in Mitzrayim for 210 years? He answered, Because he enlisted Tanakhachamim from military service when he went to battle the four kings to save Lot. Because he went too far regarding Hashem's decrees, as it says, that Avram asked, How will I know that I will inherit it? Rav Yochanan said, Because he kept people from entering under the wings of the Shechina when he returned the captives of Sodom to their king instead of teaching them about Hashem. Point number two, Rabbi Ami Bar Abba said, Ben Avram is Boro. Avram recognized his creator at age three, as it says, because Avram listened to my voice. The word Akiv has a numerical value of 172, indicating the number of years Avram served Hashem. Since Avram lived 175 years, we see that he recognized the Kodesh Baruch at age 3. He also said that it's written Avram, Usiv Avraham, Avram, and it's written elsewhere Avram, a difference in numerical value of 5. Originally, Kodesh Baruch gave him sovereignty over 243 limbs. And in the end, he gave him sovereignty over all 248 limbs. These five additional limbs are two eyes, two ears, and the male organ. The one explains that what one hears or sees is naturally outside of a person's control, and the male organ is difficult to master. When Avram was circumcised, the Baruch Hu granted him control even over these faculties. And pointing with you, the fourth parak begins, There is no difference between one forbidden by Neder, from benefiting from his friend, and one forbidden by Neder from his food, except walking through the other's property and utensils not used to produce food. The Gemara notes that our mission reflects the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, who holds, Even allowance is forbidden to a mudrahana. The run explains that this refers to the general practice of sellers to add a token amount of merchandise onto a purchase for free. Although it's not intended as a gift, Rabbi Yezer holds it's forbidden to give this to a mudrahana, and the Rabban disagree. Our mission, which forbids a mudrahana from trespassing, despite its being an activity that property owners generally do not mind, is based on the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi Avo said in the name of Rabbi Lazar. Why was Avram punished and his descendants enslaved in Mitzrayim for 210 years? He answered, Because he enlisted Tanakhachamim from military service when he went to battle the four kings to save Lot. Because he went too far regarding Hashem's decrees, as it says, that Avram asked, How will I know that I will inherit it? Rav Yochanan said, Because he kept people from entering under the wings of the Shechina when he returned the captives of Sodom to their king instead of teaching them about Hashem. Point number two, Rabbi Ami Bar Abba said, Ben Shanim Hikir Avram is Boro. Avram recognized his creator at age three, as it says, because Avram listened to my voice. The word Akiv has a numerical value of 172, indicating the number of years Avram served Hashem. 
since Avram lived 175 years, we see that he recognized the Kodesh Baruch at age three. He also said that it's written Avram, Usiv Avraham, Avram, and it's written elsewhere Avram, a difference in numerical value of five. Originally, Kodesh Baruch Hu gave him sovereignty over 243 limbs. And in the end, he gave him sovereignty over all 248 limbs. These five additional limbs are two eyes, two ears, and the male organ. The one explains that what one hears or sees is naturally outside of a person's control, and the male organ is difficult to master. When Avram was circumcised, the Gosh granted him control even over these faculties. And point with you, the fourth parak begins, There's no difference between one forbidden by Neder, from benefiting from his friend, and one forbidden by Neder from his food, except walking through the other's property and utensils not used to produce food. The Gemara notes that our Mishnah reflects the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, who holds, Even allowance is forbidden to a mudrahana. The Ron explains that this refers to the general practice of sellers to add a token amount of merchandise onto a purchase for free. Although it's not intended as a gift, Rabbi Yezer holds it's forbidden to give this to a mudrahana, and the Rabban disagree. Our mission, which forbids a mudrahana from trespassing, despite its being an activity that property owners generally do not mind, is based on the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi Avo said in the name of Rabbi Lazar. Why was Avram punished and his descendants enslaved in Mitzrayim for 210 years? All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dafalamid base, and our standard Simmon is a scientist in a lab. Scientist in a lab. So here goes. The scientist in a lab named Avram, who was experimenting with time travel, so he could go back to the past and fix the causes for slavery, punched into his computer the code 172 and 248 and found himself instead back in his childhood, trespassing a neighbor's property while carrying his toy science kit. Once again, it's slow motion. This scientist in a lab, scientist in a lab, that must be more enough. Lamed Bays. This scientist in a lab named Avraham, who was experimenting with time travel, so he could go back to the past and fix the causes for slavery, which reminds us different reasons are given as to why Avraham Avin was punished and his descendants enslaved in Egypt for 210 years. So the scientist in a lab named Avraham, who was experimenting with time travel, so he could go back to the past and fix the causes for slavery, punched into his computer the code 172 and 248, which reminds us, we learn from the gematria of Akev 172 that Avraham Avinu recognized his creator at age 3, and from the difference in gematries between Avram and Avraham, that a Baruch who gave Avraham Avinu sovereignty over five additional limbs when he had bris mila. So the scientist in a lab named Avraham, who was experimenting with time travel, so he'd go back to the past and fix the causes for slavery, punched into his computer the code 172 and 248, and found himself instead back in his childhood, trespassing a neighbor's property while carrying his toy science kit. Which reminds us, the fourth parak begins, There's no difference between one forbidden by Neda from benefiting from his friend and one forbidden by Neda from his food, except walking through the other's property and utensils not used to produce food. So once again, this scientist in a lab named Avraham, who was experimenting with time travel, so he go back to the past and fix the causes for slavery, punch into his computer the code 172 and 248, and found himself instead back in his childhood, trespassing a neighbor's property while carrying his toy science kit. All right, so now it's time for four blabach hazara. Daf Chav Ches. So the simmer Daf Chav Ches is a strong man. So here goes. 
The strongman, strongman, that must be warned off. The strongman tax collector who was seething with anger when a man made a netter forbidding all fruit if the grain was not truma, which reminds us, the Mishnah and Dav Chav Zayin Ambe stated, One may make a netter to murderers, plunderers, and tax collectors. She truma truma, that his grain is truma, even though in truth it's not truma. To persuade his assailants whom are Jewish not to take his grain, he claims that it's truma and prohibited to them. And to bolster his false claim, he makes a netter to forbid all fruit on himself if the grain is not truma. The Guru explains that although generally words of the heart are not words, meaning his private intent cannot impact his spoken words, a case of onus is different because the circumstances indicate that he intends differently than the simplest implication of his words. So the strongman tax collector who was seething with anger when a man made a netter forbidding all fruit if the grain was not truma got distracted from an oncoming windstorm and said, my dumbbells are asri if they survive the wind. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, If one said these saplings are hereby kadosh as a carbon if they're not cut, or this talus is kadosh as a carbon if it's not burned, yesh and pinyon, they may be redeemed, meaning the netter is effective and the items are prohibited and can subsequently be redeemed for their value to become permitted. So the strongman tax collector, who was seething with anger when a man made a netter forbidding all fruit of the grain was not truma, got distracted from an oncoming windstorm and said, my dumbbells are usher if they survive the wind, and my barbell is usher until... I lift 1,000 pounds. Which reminds us that Mishnah had stated, If one said, These saplings shall be kadosh as a carbon until they are cut. And similarly, if he said, His tall should be kadosh as a carbon until it's burned. They do not have redemption. Bar explains, If he redeems them, they become kadosh again. If he again redeems them, they become kadosh again until they are cut. The Ron explains that we consider his letter to mean that they should remain kadosh until they are cut. Meaning that even if they are redeemed, they should again become kadosh as if an additional Nether was made. Duff Chav Tess. So the similar Duff Chav Tess is a cot. So here goes. The color crying on the cot. Cot? That must be more Duff Chav Tess. The color crying on the cot because they're indecisive. Chassan said, Today you are my wife, but tomorrow you are not my wife. Which reminds us, Ulad said that when one declares Kedush on saplings, until they are cut, the Kedusha comes off automatically at that time. Rafamuna asked him, Where did their Kedusha go? With what mechanism did they lose their Kedusha? And what if one said to his wife, Today you are my wife, and tomorrow you're not my wife? Should the marriage be dissolved on its own without a get? Surely not. So how then can Ula say that the Kedusha goes off automatically? Rabbi responded to Rabbi Hamnuna that he could not compare marriage, which is Kedusha's agu, physical sanctity, meaning her physical being is married to him, and Kedusha's dummy, monetary sanctity, such as the netter of our Mishnah, in which the sapling's value is Kadosh. So if the Kala crying on the cot because they're indecisive, Chassan said, Today you are my wife, but tomorrow you are not my wife. Listen in disbelief as he tried to make his ox a for 30 days and after an ola, which reminds us, Abai responded that it can be proven that even Kedusha's aguf can end on its own from a Bryce, which states that if one said this ox should be an ola for 30 days and after 30 days there should be a shlamim, then after the 30 days of being an ola, it does become a shlamim. From the fact that the Kedusha's aguf of an ola ends after 30 days, for otherwise it could not become a shlamim, it's evident that even Kedusha's aguf can end at a predetermined time. So, the call crying on the cot because her indecisive chassan said, Today you are my wife, but tomorrow you are not my wife. Listen in disbelief as he tried to make his ox a shlami for 30 days and after an ola, and then scream when he realized he said it should be a shlami after 30 days and... Amir Sola Gavoa, Kamisira Sola Hedio, which reminds us, Abraisa came to teach that if one said that an animal should become an ola in 30 days, the Kedusha of an ola can take effect after 30 days, even if he attempted to retract his ola consecration prior to the 30th day. 
Although there's an opinion that in a parallel case of marriage where one gives a woman Kedusha money and says, become married to me after 30 days, she can retract her in the 30 days. Here it's different because Amir Sol Gavol Kamasir Sol Hedyot. Because the declaration to Hektish is like a transfer to an ordinary person. The run elaborates that a verbal declaration for Hektish is even more potent than an ordinary acquisition. But we treat this declaration like a transfer made with the stipulation that after 30 days it will take effect from now. In which case, neither side can retract in the interim. Daf Lamed. So the similar Daf Lamed is a Melamed. So here goes. The Melamed Melamed. That must be more than Daf Lamed. The Melamed who was disturbed by the Talmud who handed a lady passing by to Prutus and said to her, which reminds us, Barpada's ruling about one who declared his saplings Kaddish until they are cut, that each time he redeems them, they revert to a state of Kedusha, is brought to resolve a question where one gave two prutas to a woman for Kedusha and said, with one of you shall be married to me today, and with the other you shall be married to me after I divorce you, if the second marriage is effective. So the Muhammad who was disturbed by a Talmud who handed a lady passing by two prutas and said to her, was so outraged when he turned to his white-haired and balding rabbi and declared, I am forbidden to benefit from the black-headed, which reminds us, the second mission on Amabe states, one who vows from the black-headed, meaning those with dark hair, he's forbidden to benefit even from bald people and the elderly who have white hair, and he is permitted to benefit from women and children because only men are referred to as black-headed. So the Muhammad who was disturbed by a Talmud who handed a lady passing by to Prutus and said to her, was so outraged when he turned to his white-haired and balding rabbi and declared, I'm forbidden to benefit from the black-headed, that he told the boy's mom that none of her children can ever join his class, including both the Yelodim and the Noladim. Which reminds us, the next mission brings him out folks regarding who is forbidden when one vows from Yelodim and Noladim. Daflamidov, so the Simmer Daflamidov is based on an association to the law, and we use a judge. So here goes. The judge, judge, that must mean one Daflamidov, the law. The judge who accidentally broke the craftsman's gavel while inspecting it and was about to pay, which reminds us, Shmuel said, one who takes the utensil from the craftsman to examine it for potential purchase, and there was a mishap in his hand, he's responsible to pay. The one explains the item had a fixed price, and the potential buyer knew that if he wanted the purchase of the item, he could. The only one to benefit from the purchase is the buyer. As the Gemara explains, it was high-demand merchandise that was being sold at a moderate price, and he therefore has the status equivalent to a showel, a borrower, who is responsible for all accidents, because kohana, shalom, all benefit is his. So the judge who accidentally broke the craftsman's gavel while inspecting it and was about to pay was approached by the moil from 1-800-Gadolamila, which reminds us the mission brings a number of Tanam who give different reasons as to why Gadolamila Mila is great, such as 13 breezes were made on it and it's Tocha Shabbos. So the judge who accidentally broke the craftsman's gavel while inspecting it and was about to pay was approached by the moil from 1-800-Gadolamila, who begged him to come quickly and be the Sunday for a bris taking place next door at a hotel, which reminds us the reason for Moshe Rabbeinu's punishment upon his return from Mitzrayim was because he involved himself with lodging first instead of immediately circumcising his son. All right, now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which definitely where Moshe Rabbeinu was punished because he involved himself with lodging first instead of immediately circumcising his son? That's on Duff. Off. Good number two. Which stuff do we discuss? What we can learn from the Gematria is 172 and 248 regarding Avram Avinu. That's on Duff. Good number three. 
Which stuff do we have a case where a man gave a woman two prutas and said, with one you should be married to me today, and with the other you should be married to me after I divorce you? That's on Duff. Lamed. Gunnar before which stuff do we discuss? The difference between a mudra hanah from his friend and a mudra hamenamachal is trespassing and killing not used for food. That's on Duff. Lamed Beis. Gunnar before which stuff do we discuss? Onus Rahman Patri in the case where someone handed over documents to Basin and said they should be void if he doesn't return within 30 days. That's on Duff. Chavzayim. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn? Gedola Mila for a number of reasons, such as 13 brisos were made on it, and it's Docha Shabbos Chamura. That's on Duff. Lamadav. Good number seven. Which stuff do we discuss why Avramavina was punished and his descendants were enslaved in Mitzrayim? That's on Duff. Lamad Beis. Good number eight. Which stuff do you want? If someone said, today you are my wife, tomorrow you are not my wife, the Kedusha does not dissolve because marriage is Kedusha's Aguv. That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which stuff do you want? If one said these saplings shall be kadush as a carbon until they are cut, they do not have pigeon, and if they're redeemed, they become kadush again. That's on Duff. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do you want? The one who takes a utensil from the craftsman to examine it for potential purchase, and there was a mishap in his hand, he's chayef to pay. That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zikur. You a great day and great learning.